The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! This is Talkin' Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. Hand of Elliott plowing to the goal line. Barry sacked by Lord. Prescott keeps it and he bangs it in the touchdown. Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus, Rob Phillips, and Bill Jones. Whoa! Bill Jones! Wow! I got my name on it. How about that? Got to start off right. All right. We are updated. And it is Tuesday, June 12th, 2018. And this is the day we've all been waiting for. It's the first day of Cowboys minicamp. One of the most important meetings in the world going on right now. As we discuss what's going on with the Cowboys. I thought he was going to say the return of Bill Jones. I was going to say, this is your first show back in like 12 years. It is. Do you feel, is. Do you feel any different than the first time you did there this? There are bright lights in here. Yeah. But the, the lights are much brighter here at the Star than they were at the ranch. Right, Mickey? Do you realize that three of the four here were on the original that's show right. now? Yeah. Yep. And I was and, trying to remember Rob when the original show. graduated to the big table. That's right. <laughs> I know. You guys, yeah. didn't, didn't you guys have him like at the kids' card table at yeah. the Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving meal? Yeah, or yeah. like a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With like crayons. Yeah, there was a TV show. Initially. Yeah, I remember the show. Yeah, you guys, all, yeah. yeah was so was that uh, 2004? Yes. Okay, 2004. It was the old Cowboys Channel, which was yeah. on Comcast Cable. I watched you guys. Which was you did the new. Not. It was too. the new really? Cowboys that's Channel. I knew, that's why I knew Rob was at the card table. <laughs> because I've told that story. There's no, no way you were watching that no, show. No, no. I was, I was working at the team, and then, yeah, but we, we I saw you what you are doing. Okay. You like, kept these guys in line. That's right. It was like <laughs> there was an adult table, and there wasn't enough room for everybody else. Yeah, so we were, were saying, okay, Thanksgiving, okay. Yeah, Rob, you don't get a, table, a table sort of like this one, okay, yes. which was a TV studio table, and then Rob was. And how old were you at the time, there, Rob? Not I was right out of college. So right out of college, twenty-three. So he had just graduated from internship, maybe. Yes, and I was still, still on it. You no, I was still, still on it. Yeah. <laughs> and so you were like at a school desk, one of those first grade desks. Over <laughs> exactly. Here on the if you've side. seen Billy Madison the movie, yeah. that was me back in third grade. And, and Rob was in charge of Miss Lippy's class. Rob was in charge of emails. Of course, that right. was long before social media. I know. We didn't have tweets back then, did we? <laughs> oh, you guys have got hammered then if that was the case. <laughs> right. And this is how old school that show was. Y'all had Tony Romo on as an in-studio guest yep. that 04 season, and he was just a backup quarterback, just kind of spinning things. He was so glib. And yeah. Down. Yeah. He no one would have thought that he would turn into <laughs> the quarterback he was going to be yeah. and then be reserved in – all of his interviews, and then lo and behold, he went back to 2004 when he got on CBS last fall, and he was glib again. He yeah. was. He was. Was he the backup that year? Or was there oh, somebody four. else, and he was the third he guy? He may have been the third guy. Henson third was guy. the backup. Henson, Henson was the backup. <laughs> he was the sort third, of, right? He was yeah. the third guy. Because Testaverde had to yeah. take over. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, anyway, but... Enough about 2004. It's good to have you back. It's great to be back. Yeah. It's great to be back. Looking forward to this. And there's so much to get into. Yeah. By the way, Brian, I loved your – I've got it written down here. Check it out on DallasCowboys.com. The top ten surprises oh, like of that? the offseason. I'd like, like to that. get into that a little bit. But how about we get into the news of the day to start things off as we get set for the Cowboys to hit the practice field for the first of – Three days of this mini camp. Of course, a mandatory mini camp. Then they take basically six weeks off and start oh, training gosh, camp. I hate and that. 
Uh, and I'm with you, Brian. I'm not into that. No. And I know we can get into it another time, but I just don't like the fact you're giving the players six weeks off. And, and, and some of them maintain. And every team does this. Yeah. And, and just, okay, give it to them. And I, and I wrote this in my gut feeling last night. Give it to them on the, on the front end. Let them have four weeks off, to, you know, after the season. Give them the other time early. And then if you want to have these mini camps, the OTAs at the very end, a week or two before training camp start, I think that's just so much more productive in a way of helping your team potentially avoid those soft tissue injuries that seem to be the buzzword when we all get to Oxnard. Well, you can blame it on the NFLPA. Those were the things I, that they were, just, you know, trying to angle for when they terrible. came up with so, the new CBA. Yeah. Retaining the physical conditioning and even retaining the mental reps that – No I doubt. Mean, yeah. no doubt. You, you or wonder. having structure for – a period of time when you're going to give a bunch of young guys six weeks with <laughs> how much happens over Fourth of July nothing weekend. to do. Yeah. Just yeah. hold your Hopefully breath. Not, yeah, don't not come now. to my party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or see fireworks yeah. in Frisco. Okay, yeah. uh, Zach Martin is about to become, if he hasn't already become, a very very rich man. Yeah. Yes. My understanding was last night that the only thing that needed to be done was dot the I's and cross the T's, and they were quite hopeful. Uh, that he would be out here, signed, and take part in the minicamp. And a couple hours before that, whatever updates you got, which I'm sure it was very valid, uh, they were just dealing with some language things, a couple minor things. The structure of the deal sounded like it was pretty much in place. So we'll he should be the done. Highest paid guard in the league, in not only in the league but in the history of the league. Of the league. Yes, that's right. So that means right now the highest paid is 65 million. So he's probably. Getting close. And that's to over. Seven. That's probably. over five years. Six, yeah, so that's, five. Yes. So then we're looking at probably six years over eighty million dollars. Yeah, it's one you know, expensive. Thirty million guarantee. Quite an investment in your offensive one line. One expensive O line. Yeah, man. but the one thing about that we've learned is paying these offensive linemen has not been bad business for them. You know, there's some people that have paid positions. You can think about what's going on with the Giants with Olivier Vernon, and you know, there's some people that have gotten paid and. Might have one year, maybe one and a half really good years. But the Cowboys have been pretty consistent about that offensive line. And, the, and, that's, and that's been good business for them to say, okay, Tyron Smith, Travis Frederick, gave Lyle Collins a little bump up in what he was doing, you know, tried to add some years to that. So uh, having, having uh, Zach Martin locked up for – and you, you go through. I mean, if you count the years, I'm terrible in math because I went to school in Louisiana. But, you know, it, it's like – you know, tw exactly. Think about 2022, 2023, 2024. They're keeping this offensive line. And what I've learned over the years is that offensive linemen, the older they get, the better they get. You know, once you learn how to hold, trip, and clip, mm -hmm. you know, you you know, you become pretty you become pretty good. You can play into your thirties, thirty-five years old, thirty-six years old, and still be effective doing it. So not a bad way of going about it if you're gonna sign guys. And if you look at it just in a vacuum, just him. He might be the best player on your football team, pound for pound. He doesn't miss games either. And Travis Frederick's another guy. Lyle Collins played through some stuff. Tyron's the only one of the big contract guys that's that's missed some time. But overall, it's a really durable group. So essentially, well, you've you got, got debating there. You've got huh? locked up basically four first round picks because Lyle Collins would have been a first round pick. Sure, he would have. Yeah. So you got four guys, and if Connor Williams comes through for you as a right. second. He's, You've he's made a huge investment, yeah, in that in that offensive line, and um, that kind of at least somewhat solidifies your offense that you're assured of number one 
protecting your quarterback and number two, having a running game that you can rely on. Plus, you feel better about it because of the swing tackle situation yes. right now. And that's, that's the key thing with, with Connor Williams, right? Because if he earns that starting spot at guard, no one has to move. Lael Collins stays out there. Cameron Fleming becomes uh, the, your swing Yeah, the tackle. draft guards threw him a break when, they, when Connor Williams was there because that there were still some questions. And we we talked about it a bunch. Hey, you know, he even said, I don't want to move. I, I really don't want to move. I want to stay where I'm at at the right tackle. I'm talking about Lyle Collins. And, you know, the fact that Connor Williams was there, you know, a lot of people, including myself, thought Connor Williams was going to get picked by the Saints at 29. And the fact that he – Lasted all the way to 50. I, I think is a, the the draft gods threw him a huge gift there to solidify that lo- offensive line even more. The flexibility. By the Go way, ahead. Lyle Collins, number two on Brian Broda's list of yeah. top ten offseason surprises. What he's done at right tackle. Not bad. Not bad. He brought up an interesting point last week too. By the way, they got four guys in their starting five that can play left tackle if you need to. I mean, the yeah. the, the, the versatility is really amazing. On well, it just group. crippled them last year, though. Well, that inability they, well, they to didn't, have somebody to, that could play left tackle. They don't. They want to keep guys in their oh, spots. Oh no, absolutely. And yeah. so, yeah, you're relying on now. Can yeah. Cameron Fleming be that guy but to if, step in? If, if need three be. of those guys wind up playing left tackle, then you got real problems on yeah. your offensive line. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I mean, if 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 you're to a position where Zach Martin's got to go out and play left tackle, then that means well, things have really gone crazy. Out you're there. right. You're absolutely right. I do think it speaks to <laughs> just the, Williams. the talent level yeah. because that means those guys were the best players on their lines in college. Zach Martin, Connor Williams. So yeah, they're amassing a lot of talent for sure. All right, David Irving on the premises. We hear. I have heard that he is, yes. Okay. So we'll see how that all plays out is for he him. Do yeah. anything? Or, yeah, if yeah. I thought he was it. in New York. <clears throat> no. Oh, Randy no, that's Gregory. Randy Gregory. <laughs> I got my defensive ends confused. Kind of a busy news day today. Yeah, yeah. right? Trouble no, defensive but, ends you know, confused. I, I, it'll lump them all together, right? <laughs> what's the what, – what's the – if we you crystal ball this, what's going to be the end story for David Gregory? Uh, for uh, yeah, David, see, David uh, Gregory, Randy, yeah, for Randy Gregory, for, for David or what's, what's going to be? Yeah, what's going to be the end story for him though? The end story. The end story. What what are we what are we what are we expecting? What do we think? What do we? I mean, what do you think they're thinking? I think they're thinking that there's with his history, yeah, and kind of what's been going on with his personal life. Um, that there's thin ice there. I, 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 I He's think one test away from... They're very hopeful. I don't yeah. think they're worried about that part. I think they're worried about his personal life, yeah. not, not from a, a drug standpoint. Remember, whatever he tested positive for, it was a performance-enhancing Absolutely, drug. Absolutely, yeah. And supposedly taking a substance that he didn't realize was, was not uh, sanctioned. So... From that point, I don't, I don't know that you worry about it, but it's the other part of his, his family life that he's got to get in order and not let that get in the way of playing football. And I think that's why they gave him this leeway during OTAs to say, hey, get it straight, get it taken care of the best you can, and then let's go play football. But it's not just that, right? It's also the football side, getting in shape, getting in condition. And if he's here, I don't know what he would do at minicamp 
after not participating in the OTAs, he could be here, avoid getting fined. Yeah, he's trying to save himself $86,000. Yeah. So, yeah. so be with right. Brown. Yeah. So now the question is, six. you mentioned six weeks still camp. What can he do basically on his own to get in shape so you're not spending training camp getting in shape. As a player, know? would you rather be out on the practice field or on the side with Britt Brown? Practice field. Yeah. Practice field. <laughs> <laughs> because All you, due respect to you, Britt. You get like five reps and then you go stand and while That's everybody right. else gets five and then the rest right. get I mean, five. It's a, it's a harder three days he if he's with you. Britt Brown. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. You get all the reps, reps with Britt. Well, you know, you, but you were, you were hopeful that, and again, it was a wasted – three weeks for David Irving. If he gets his life in order, you know, with his family, that's really the most important thing. That's what you really look forward to. But as far as his football life, he, he wasted three weeks. You know, he wasted time on the practice field. He, you know, he hasn't played a full season since he's been here. And only eight games yeah. last year. And, and, and last year, and he had the concussion at the end of the year. And there were questions about that. I mean, not the questions if he had a concussion, but wow, when did it happen? You know, what was he doing? You know, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, I think that for someone that is so talented, I've never seen so many questions about a player. You know, There's the, such the, an opportunity. Yeah, here and for you're it. thinking like, okay, and everybody was like, going, well, you, if you tender him that second round, he's gone. And I'm thinking, no, he's not, because football people are looking at him and going, when has he really ever done it? You know, when I mean, when has he done it with any consistency? They could have done the first round tender, and they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, they saved themselves That's why some money, second round. I think. And that's, again, you, you're saving yourself. But it, it, that just shows you if they weren't willing to commit the first round tender to him, that they have their own questions about him. And I, and I, and I, the long, and that's why I asked you guys the question what is his long term future here? Well, not is, only, is not there only his long term future here, but elsewhere around the league, too. Yeah. See, I mean, how, how huge a year this is for him right. to prove that he can be a reliable player, whether right. he signs long term here or elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, he's I, got a lot of money riding on this. Well, year, I, I would like to, I would like to love the player and put my arms around him and say, yeah, let's give him a contract, let's extend him, you know, let's do what we did for. Uh, you know, for some of the players over there, Barry Church, those guys, you know, uh, you, you give them the, the Lawrence, give them an extension and they get some money and they're like, you know, it's a $12 million deal. And you're like, you're feeling good about it. But they didn't even go that route. And, and I mean, I, there was there was more. I was I was more surprised that they extended or gave Byron Jones the extra year than I was with with uh, David Irving. That's I just the, had a feeling that they're not going to—they're not going to do anything with David. Right? And that's the crazy thing about it is he—he'll tell you, like I know I've done some things off the field, like in college in my history. Like I know why I don't have a long-term deal right now. So yeah, it's totally in his court to to show it. And I loved your comparison, Mick, last week about Leon Lett. Just so much potential, and a lot of it's untapped because just but from Leon a consistency Lett standpoint. This, did Leon Lett have off-field problems? Well, he got suspended. Okay, I mean, had, I wasn't covering was after, the team. That yeah. was after his on-field problems at the Thanksgiving Day game. And, yeah. And, and the but, but he Super got Bowl, suspended, and really it seemed like every time he was ready to break through and become a full-time starter, he got, Something happened. He got hurt. Okay. It was a knee, it okay. was shoulder, whatever, and then the suspension. And, he, you know, because he got suspended in 96, the right. same time Michael was suspended, the beginning of that season. Uh, which, you know, things that year kind of started going downhill and then crashed in 97. Uh, so, yeah, um, you know, it's a shame. I don't, I, you know what? I, I'm not even sure. I think David Irvin wanted to be here, 
and I'd think if somebody had signed or tried to sign him to an offer sheet, I'm not sure that he would have signed it. Because I think he knew. Oh no, that was the word. You're no, right about that. You're not. No, yeah, yeah. He you're, no, no. To be here. No, no. You're absolutely he felt, right. He felt that no, way. You're, so you're they not took, wrong. They took a chance, but I right. think it was a calculated chance with yeah. that second round tender. Yeah. And uh, you mentioned or alluded to Randy Gregory. Yes, he, I did. Uh, he tweeted. <laughs> he on uh, his Twitter. He uh, tweeted a picture of an apple with there were three exclamation points last night. And very quickly, the media jumped on that to and reported that he would be meeting with the commissioner's so office. So was he? the source yeah i think he was the source for that as soon as i saw an apple on his twitter i said up oh, he's in new york and and you know that's that's the first step to to petition to get reinstated but it doesn't mean you're getting reinstated it's part of the process yeah and yeah. it's like the first step because now you're presenting your case and they have the right for what 45 days 60 days to examine yeah. this whole thing and it's not just him saying okay i'm ready to play and they go Okay, have at it. You know, they're going to go through all the medical experts. They're going to go through, he's going to have to show them paperwork on all the tests that he's passed uh, from a urinalysis. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a long process before they say, okay, uh, or they say, nah, you, you still need some treatment. So don't, don't like make your plans that he's starting at right defensive end. It'd be, be nice my, to see him. I mean, I think that's, be great. that's the only spot I think he could play. Yeah. You know, I mean, we had a uh, we had a mailbag question this morning on DallasCowboys.com about that. And, and you know, where where does he fit in? Is he, you know, you mean, you, you can't really rely on Tapper. We've, we've talked about Armstrong as being a draft pick that's kind of come in. Crawford's going to start at the right end. But where does Randy Gregory fit in? You know, and the one time when he was back in the practice, I mean, it looked like that, you know. He, hey, this is Randy Gregory. You know, he's a guy that's a ta was a capable top ten pick and year and a half ago. You're, you know, yeah. And then now he's, you know, it. But I don't know. There's, there's. It could be a really, really good group of defensive linemen, but there's so many questions. Mm -hmm. You know, that would bother me going into going into you know the off season. Well, what the one month you have to catch your breath. That like okay, did I do enough at this defensive end to help myself? You got more questions there. Or I got more. Well, the whole defensive <laughs> line. No, don't start on that. I, I was sitting on a fishing boat thinking about those wide receivers. I read your gut feeling yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I, well, I don't know. What was your gut feeling? Well, talking about the receivers, I, they were asking. You know, I don't know what. I'm sorry, Mick. I didn't see what your gut wide feeling. receivers. Did oh, you? Yeah, I, yeah I well, then that, Mickey yeah. and I went the same route. I mean, what are you going to look at? I'm I'm trying to figure out not. Who's going to make this team? Give me some. Give me some reason to say, okay, you're number one, you're number two, you're number three, you're number four. Give me some reason instead of saying, okay, wait, you're the seventh guy and you're playing like the seventh guy, but you should be the fourth guy. You know, I, I just would like to see two or three guys step up to say, okay, now I've got five guys that I feel decent about. I, I feel decent about Beasley. I feel decent about. Uh, you know, about Gallup. You know, we'll see about Hearns. We'll see about Thompson. We'll see about, you know, there's a lot of Noah we'll Brown. See, yeah, well, there's a lot of we'll see abouts. And I just wish, I wish five guys these next three days would kind of show up and say, all right, th these are the guys that are battling. Instead of 12 guys battling for spots, give me five guys that I can kind of feel good about and maybe one or two guys that could battle for a sixth spot if they carry that sixth receiver. And I, you know, you mentioned 12 guys. Yeah. I could make a case for 10 of them potentially having a chance to make the roster. Sure. Uh, nine 
probably. Yeah. Uh, and then it's like what you said. Okay, can I pick six? Yeah. Am I going to have to keep seven maybe? Because I don't know. Boy, that's the problem. And, and you know, what's Tavon Austin? Yeah. It, you know, so my, my point on my deal was, okay, name me the top three right now. And, and, and I'll give you just because probably out of necessity, Hearns is one of them. Sure. But Cole he's Beasley. second to Beasley to yeah. me. Yeah, I agree okay. with you on that. Now, who's the third guy? Well, I would I say are Gallup. You, are you including Terrence Williams? Yeah. Well, he's got to be in the conversation. Yeah, no, and I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is, is Williams, is Gallup going to be in the training camp as Beasley, as, excuse me, as Williams gets healthy? Is Gallup going to show enough where they're going to say, you know what? Let's just throw him out there. Let's throw him out there and play. And, you know, they've done that before with some of these young guys. We saw it with the cornerback spot. Yeah. They said, you know what, let's move on. Let's go ahead and see how these young guys play and sink or swim with that. So I think there's some questions about, you know, Williams and and really, you know, overall, I mean, I, I, I hate to say that, but because he's got the most experience. See, that's that's why I'm like, oh, people that say, oh, it's, part, it's time to part ways with him. Oh, no, because I yeah, – yeah, I mean, yeah. at least – you leave, you take him away, and now it's Cole Beasley think, and a whole new fee- set for Dak Prescott. They're going to give Noah Brown every opportunity, also. And, and yeah. the interview and, that you did with Keith O'Quinn on uh, the Blitz oh, last yeah. week, yeah. I mean, he, he mentioned on him. his own mentioned Noah Brown as a special teams guy. When I heard that, I said, "Oh, there you go." And yeah. the other guy that has a special team edge is Deontay Thompson. Absolutely. And, and he's got that speed edge that, you know, we haven't seen. Sure. And that as is I, true. You know, when when uh, Keith told me, go Google him. Yeah. Go Google his touchdown returns. And he went 108 yards against the Cowboys in preseason. I think it was 2013. And then last year, he went 109 and three-quarters yards against Arizona when they came up short on a 63-yard field goal. He was almost out of bounds, and he took it to the house. The one against the Cowboys took 12 seconds. Yeah. 12 seconds. Yeah. 108 yards. Yeah. They ain't got speed like that on this team. No, that's true. What's the world record for 100 yards? Yeah, 108 <laughs> yards? I don't know. Bolt probably has that. That girl from, from USC was hauling <laughs> the mail the other day when <laughs> she ran that. leg on that relay. Yeah, she yeah. was hauling the mail. Okay, it's been a while since I've been in this position. Do we take breaks or what? Yeah, you get we to. We do at uh, 20, 20 into the show. So where are we now? We're a little late. It's okay. Nine thirty. Okay. Nine. Yeah, like maybe now. So we want to do it now. Yeah. yeah. All right. And what am I officially supposed to say when we go to break? Uh, that we'll probably be, be, be back, back in a few just, moments yeah. on okay. DallasCowboys.com in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. There it can you be go. hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit Cobb salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece. Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T, more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. 
I asked not for soda. I asked for ice-cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one-of-a-kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper. I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you crave. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking Cowboys. Bill, are you familiar with Tommy John underwear? Uh, I uh, Only through Talking Cowboys <laughs> am I. Well, it gives you the feeling of freedom where it counts, Bill, with a contour pouch that nestles the boys. With over 3 million pairs sold, we've put in the hustle to make sure, Brian, that you're nestled. Shop exclusive Cowboys <laughs> underwear at TommyJohn.com forward slash Cowboys. And I want you to know I'm nestled right now. I'm wearing too. Mickey, Mickey made a point. He's like, you know, it gets hot out there at those practices, so you got to, you know. We need I to- want you to know I'm uncomfortable in my workplace <laughs> right now. I know. We need, to, we need to hook you up. Okay. Yeah. Tommy we'll John, have we have a new we'll have uh, entry here on uh, Talking Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Do you have a read, too? Uh, no, that's after that's the, next, after the next one. Okay. Yeah, next one. All right. And we are back in the SWBC <laughs> Mortgage Studio here at the Star in Frisco, Texas. I am Bill Jones, returning to Talking Cowboys. And by the way, I am on Twitter. See, this is the. Oh, yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Oh, there it is, right there on the screen. There you go, at CBS11, Bill Jones. Yeah. There will be occasional cowboy tweets on there, or you can also keep track of South Lake Carroll sports. (laughs) There it is. And Oklahoma football (laughs) as well. State champion baseball team. That's right. right. Won a state championship. They were were pretty darn good, too. Did you watch that game? Uh, I watched the semifinal game and then the end of the championship game, yeah. And then I saw them You had to watch the semifinal game online. Boy, you are hardcore. I uh, and then I saw them. He's win, got no life. Playoff the, hockey's over. Win so. the first game against Flower Mound Marcus. Oh, that's right. At Globe Life. Yeah, that was your team, Flower Mound Marcus. Yeah, yeah. yeah they were. Uh, did you yeah. go to the game? I did go to the game. Oh, I sat right. in the stands and watched. All right. That's the best baseball you've seen at Globe Life Park in several years. <laughs> well, no, because it, it was. <laughs> you know, Not here's lying. the funny thing. It was six to nothing, and the uh, South Lake Carroll pitchers pitching a one hitter. And the hit was an infield single. And I'm sitting there going, do I want to sit? It was the bottom of the six. It's like, do I want to sit here for three more innings? Because they're not going to hit this Quitter. And then seven-inning games. It was seven innings. So they finished the top of the seventh. I saw everybody get up. I go, I get to go. This is is a strange seventh-inning stretch. Everybody's leaving. Everybody's cheering the pitcher. And they're celebrating. Yeah. Okay, so holdouts here. Any holdouts here that we can think of? No? I mean, everyone, we've, we've said David Irving were supposedly is on campus. There is a holdout in Seattle. Oh. Oh, boy. Mate Bill's good at this, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where he was going, and all of a sudden he steered it right on the road. <laughs> Segway. Yes. Professional podcaster there. Holdout in Seattle until he gets his contract Resolved, which brings us to this Cowboys secondary, and more specifically, the safety position. 
You know what? This is going to sound crazy. If you were willing to do 250 in this draft, second second pick, you know, second round pick, number 50, you were willing to do it until Connor Williams showed up, offer him your second round pick again. Let's get this done. Let's figure this out. If you, you know, you obviously you got the cap space next year to do it, you know. I think that it, do it, you it, though? It, yeah, you do. What's Seventy your, million dollars. What's your quarterback making next year? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. And what's your running back making the next year? I, you know what? I'm gonna. I'm playing to try and win this thing. Well, now. how much are you willing to pay him? Because it's not about the second. Let's round pay him thirteen million. Okay, fourteen that, million dollars. Nah, that's an interesting Eric, Eric, thing, right Eric there. Eric Berry what? making thirteen million dollars. I'm going. Over, I'll go over thirteen million dollars for him. I think this guy can play. I think he can help you for three years. I think you can guarantee his contract. You can structure it in a way. I'm paying this guy. He's going to help a young secondary. He's going to give you leadership. He's going to give you playmaking ability. He's going to create turnovers. I watched him. I watched him the other day, part of my series of the opponents, and I'm convinced that if 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 Connor Williams was not there at 50, that they would have made that trade. I'm convinced of that. And so, if you're willing to do that this draft, go ahead and do it again because he's not. Now you can wait. You can wait him out. You know, you could wait him out next year, and Seattle could hold on to him, and you could try and sign him as a free agent. But I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and win right now. But that's that's the crux of the matter, I think. Winning right now. Yeah. Okay. And I think there's a school of thought out I'm gonna there. I'm going to win with a young, with a non-paying quarterback and there, a non-paying running back. But there's a school of thought out there that since you let Des Bryant go, yeah. since Jason Witten's retired, that this team right now is not in a position. To, it would be a shocker for them to go all the way and their roster for a is, Super Bowl. Their roster is just as good as Philadelphia's Why roster. would you, you give go. up a second-round pick? Wow. Dallas roster? Yeah, I, it's just as good as Philadelphia's roster. Wow. Absolutely. Why would you Offensive give up a line? second? Why would you give up a second-round pick? Because I was willing to do I, – I, I'm going to get this thing done. I'm not going to haggle anymore. I mean, they, they obviously said they didn't want my, th- my third-round pick. They didn't – I mean, you tried to trade them 67 or whatever it was, whatever that – pick was and they said no do you think so you don't have them over a barrel right now with the third no what are they going to do just let them sit nope they're gonna let him play because what's going to happen is players never put leave money on the table once they start the season he is not leaving 10 million dollars on the table how he's not going to do that on principle how important is it if you were if you were able to work out a deal how important is it to get him here as early as possible Oh, Where he's there at the start of training. Well, camp, obviously, rather he, than the end of training obviously camp. he is. He knows Chris Richard. He knows the system. He knows what's what's going to be done. He's been through this. He's a veteran player, and not from I his standpoint, want, but as far as his effect on the rest. You're going to get. Second. You're going to get his best three years. Is what you're going to get, in my opinion. Are you sure? Absolutely. Twenty nine years old. I'm absolutely sure. And of that. he's been hurt. I'm absolutely sure of that, Mickey. And he didn't have as many interceptions as Jeff Heath. I'll tell you what, I, I'm not. I, <laughs> I I'm, t- I'm talking about a guy that's a true free safety in the National Football League that gets to the football, can create turnovers, is a leader. You know, in a young secondary, can teach guys how to play football, how to play the game. He could get the message of Chris Richard across. Go make this happen. Okay, so, well, let me ask so you this: me, Without can, Earl Thomas, does this team have a shot at? contending for a Super Bowl I think you asked that question earlier and I'm kind of with I don't know about Philly's roster but I think I don't think this franchise feels like they're in rebuild mode in any no. way right. because I think the Connor Williams pick to me 
They look at it and they say, "All right, we got our line back stabilized. They were. This is we our formula. Run the we're going to run the ball. We're going to play keep away, and we can win football games just like we did for eight games last year before Zeke got." The offense gets go when it helps the defense. We've talked about that a hundred different times in this. They they think they've still got the formula. Yeah. Yeah. So if that's all true about Earl Thomas, then what's Seattle's problem with him? Seattle just doesn't want to pay him $13 million. They're in a reboot Because... They just don't want he's to. He's not going to help him in all the he, same things you just said. You know what? He he. They if Earl Thomas has to play in Seattle this year, he will help them. No question about it. But they just don't want to extend his contract. I'm willing to take it on for my team. You can be skeptical all you want because you, that's the way you operate, right? But I am I'm to the point now where if I'm a head coach here and I'm realize I need to win football games, I'm getting as many quality players as I can here. I'm getting outstanding elite type players in key positions. I love it. Fired up. Oh, I no, love, I, I love it. I no, love no. It. You can help this defense. You put somebody. You have you have guys like you get you get this defensive. You get you get uh, Lawrence rushing it well again. You get Sean Lee Van Der Esch playing well. You get Jalen Smith without a brace playing better. Now think about putting Earl Thomas at safety. If you want to play Jeff Heath next to him down in the box. That's great. Do I, that. I Absolutely. They feel really good and about a young their, secondary? the young secondary. Yeah, let's go play defense for sure. Now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, I mean, Cheeto. I let's think they're not expecting waste big... this year. We're just wasting time. So the free safety is going to make all the difference. <laughs> Absolutely, on this defense, he would. On this defense, he would. Don't be skeptical. Get, I am skeptical. Get better players because it's too the, much money. It's not too much money. It's the it's Mickey. This isn't 1968. I'm not we're not, saying that's we're not, 1968. We're not selling insurance. We're, we're not selling it. Yeah, you, you just paid a guard. You just paid a guard 14, 15 and, million dollars. And, and I can't be guard. spending money like that on a free safety. Your quarterback. Your quarterback. Have you ever seen a season end and you said, you know, darn it, if I just had a if better were, free safety, yeah, I'd I go on to the Super Bowl. Yeah, New Orleans. Their safety missed the. F- Friggin' tackle! Well, I almost dropped an F bomb right there. Their no, safety just ruined the entire season. You didn't it, lose eight games because you didn't have a good free they safety. Missed, they missed a free safety, missed a tackle in a game that cost New Orleans a chance to go to the NFC Championship game. Oh, I don't tell me safety never never paid a free safety. They sh- Darren Woodson? He wasn't a free safety. Uh, he wasn't a free safety. He was a free safety who could do other things. Yeah. He could play in the box, and, who, and, and he could and play in the slot. Is, do they have a true free safety here? Do they play with a true free safety? They never paid Darren Woodson fourteen. They never million paid a guard a fourteen who million they, who dollars. Did they have, who did they have playing free safety when they, they won Super paid, Bowls? They should have paid Larry Allen fourteen million dollars. They never did that. Who was playing free safety when they won Super Bowls? I was in Green Bay worried about my safety. Okay, Who I'm asking it? you. I, I also knew the fact that they had a pretty good front seven. Well, the, you just Woodson, told me you Darren, got a good Darren front Woodson, seven. Darren Woodson was a great no. safety for you. Brock Marion was the free safety. And he was a liability Thomas at Everett time. at the and end liability, of his career liability. was there. James Washington liabilities. was a free safety. James Washington was a special teams he player. He was a free safety. He was a special James team. Washington almost won the MVP of yes, the Super Bowl. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, and he was a plan B Pickup. That's right. Yeah. Plan B. For this is a different era of football. This is not 1967. Not selling you, insurance? No, we're not selling <laughs> insurance right. on the side of cars. To to Mickey's point about Brock Marion playing free safety, uh, well, how do those defenses compare with this defense outside of free yeah. safety? Yeah, ni- 95, they were pretty good defensively. Yeah. 93, yeah. 92, they were the number one defense in the league with James Washington at free safety and Thomas Everett at free safety. How yeah. do the offenses compare? 
Well, they had a number one offense too. <laughs> <laughs> And probably one of the uh, probably one of the best coaches ever to coach this uh, coach in the National Football League. Yep, too. Harry yeah. Switzer in 1995. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Boomer. I'm just saying. I am just saying though. To me, if I'm if I'm Jason Garrett, I I am trying my best to get. You're as many. standing on a table saying we got to get this yes, guy. Yes, yes. And at the fact that if, if the fact that you have Chris Richard here as his coach. I think I think says all, it's all you need to know. I think that's all they, what they could do with Earl Thomas playing safety can go a long way, not just for this year, but for coming years to help this this help this group. It, he could be he could be better than a bridge to get guys better guys down the line. He helps. They talk about denying the football to try to not deny the routes. This guy helps you do that. The way he plays, he can help you do that. Do you think that's been the master plan all along this offseason? I think if Connor Williams was not on the board at 50, they would have taken a chance on Earl Thomas. Yes, I would have. I, I, I do believe that. I think that they, 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 they have an understanding of what they need, but it, it's the type of move to me that makes sense. And again, I don't care about paying him because I'm paying a guard, I'm paying a tackle, and I got to pay a quarterback. I'm, I'm paying I got to pay paying a, a defensive def end. Well, you know what though? Let the defensive end. You're paying that defensive end. It's not all about one year. You got to so, think so down the road. They got seventy million dollars in cap oh, space. Oh, they don't have seventy million dollars. What do they have? Okay. What do they have? Can you tell me? Is this a conversation that's going on upstairs here where we got Stephen Jones here, <laughs> Jerry, Chris Richard over here, or Jason Garrett? I think, over here? you know, and, you know, and, and is, I, is, it's uh, no disrespect to Mickey. I'm just no. trying to make this football team better. Right. And, and, I, and, and to this point in time, you know, I've, I've struggled through having mediocre players at key positions, and I don't want it anymore. And on the Seattle topic, I think part of your point, too, is Seattle got to a couple Super Bowls. Not paying a quarterback a lot of money. That's the, so that's, there's there's a small window to try to take advantage of that before you got to make a huge decision on 150 million bucks or whatever it might well, be. Well, your window closes next year. Well, then you well, might, you know what? Potentially. Guess what? The quarterbacks are going to get paid. Get ready. Mike White. If that doesn't work out, if you, if you know, all of a sudden you're eight and eight because you had four defensive secondary play and you're eight and eight, and then we could all talk about, hey, so-and-so coach really likes this guy. So-and-so coach really likes they this guy. They had the number eight defense last year with Byron Jones at free safety. Why did they move Byron Jones to corner then? Because they think that he can play corner because he's bigger. Oh, because they don't think he's a Jordan good safety? Lewis. Well, what did he do at safety to hurt the defense? They were the number eight team. They moved him to corner? Yeah, right. I, see, I, 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 I love you, but I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm not going down the path of I'm not going down the path of just being mediocre to position when I have a chance. He says it. It's a 24/7 job that player evaluation. Well, do your job then. If you have an opportunity to add an elite player, add the elite player. That's 19, just me. 1968. Ah, they had sold insurance. 50, 50 and, years ago, they sold yeah. insurance Things and were stuff like that. Then. You know, yeah. they did. They were Things were better back then. <laughs> Three channels. Mel Bill Jones was, was pretty right. good. Bill, he was good. He Bill was Jones good. was on one of the channels. <laughs> <laughs> no, he had his antenna up on the roof. I had my cowboy <laughs> antenna. Those, those were good old days. Yeah, that's what I'm. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, the old good old games days. Games were blacked out here, and my dad had a cowboy's antenna that was 
Heck yeah. Top of our roof. So you yeah. didn't have to so drive to pick up the Tyler, from right? Sherman or The word blackout Tyler. scared you, didn't it? <laughs> game's blacked out this week. My gosh, what do you mean it's blacked out? <laughs> do you, know much, you realize how much time we spent covering that part of it? Like every Thursday. Oh, is the game going to oh, be blacked yeah. out? Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Kroger just paid a lot of money to, 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 to buy Especially up the rest the of the tickets. Especially the late 80s when the, when the, t- when the yeah. team wasn't playing as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, oh, somebody's foundation just bought all the tickets. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so uh, no Earl Thomas. Then how are we at safety here? <laughs> Let Mickey tell you. I think they're okay. I don't say I don't think they're great, but I'll go back to what I said. <laughs> Please, Mickey, I reassure me that we're better than okay. You can't 14, have everything. You can't, can't pay fourteen million dollars for a free safety. Thirteen. Well, it's going to be fourteen because the the guy that has the most is thirteen, and he wants to be the highest paid. And I it, I can play poker with him. Why do I have to give in? Why do I have to give a second and fourteen times three what, to get an elite like player? Forty two million. Two million, right? <laughs> to get an elite player. <laughs> Journalism well, school. I just I'm not sure that I need to do that. Will you? Let me ask you. This. Why do I have to do were that? You, were you for the Charles Haley deal? Does Seattle? What I do you mean? mean? That didn't cost him anything. No, no, no. Let, let me ask you. Did, let me. Was, were you for the Charles? Were you for Charles? Yeah. Kelly all Kelly? it was was trading a a, a pick. Okay. Were there you was for no it? money in Paul. Were you for it to get be, the team better? Well, did it was make I a for difference? It? They did it. There was no discussion. They called on a Saturday, and by Monday, if we the were Cowboys doing the show, would the Mickey trade? argue that Charles Haley would not have been a good trade? Yeah, probably. Probably you Why would. the yeah, 49ers he, getting rid of him? Because he was kind of a troublemaker. Probably, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he what he did the right kind of cars. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> or or the or the general manager's desk. That's right. <laughs> if I have to be so how are things things gonna, explicit. Elsewhere in the secondary, how are things going to shake out as far as who the starters are, who's getting reps? I at, think. Pardon me for jumping in here, guys. I think that the one position you need to keep an eye on is the nickel corner. That yeah, is because yeah. I think they're. I think that they're committed they're two to playing Byron Jones, Mickey's guy at right corner, <laughs> who he said he's going to fail. that free safety. I don't think he's his guy. He thinks he's going to fail. No, that. Mickey. Mickey's going on record to say he's going to fail, but uh, <laughs> on air, yeah. on air. And then, and then you got Cheeto playing the other. The, the question is, can Jordan Lewis convince Chris Richard and this defensive staff that he could play in the in the slot? That's the question where this is going to be now. And, and Anthony Brown, I personally think Jordan Lewis is a better player than Anthony Brown. And, I, and that's just, I just, if you said the draft right, would tell you that just one was a pick, third round pick. One well, was you a know, sixth. but Anthony Brown, his first year was outstanding. Right. Okay, and here's my thing about that too: is we're talking about size and frame. Is that matter so much in the slot because the type of receivers that you're having to cover inside, like you've got to be maybe a little quicker, shiftier, smaller yeah, guy. Yeah. Like, do you have to have the six one corner to play in the slot? Like, I don't think he has to be typecast in that role. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I don't. I, that'll play out. You want to? You want to get I, I think, gonna play out. I think it'll play, play out in yeah. in training camp. One one of them's going to rise to the occasion. Yeah, the other one's going to say, "Okay, let him let him." In go. Mickey's plan, Byron will fail. He'll move back to safety. They'll kick Lewis to the outside, and Brown will play the slot. Is my right about that? Or the other way around? That's <laughs> Brown on the outside, <laughs> and, 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 and Jordan Lewis in the slot. Yeah, by, yeah. by the time we get to the off week, Mickey will have the <laughs> secondary completely figured out. Okay, so we've taken care of the secondary, and I believe it is time for another... A break? A break. Yeah, very good, Bill. SWBC Mortgage Studios at the Star in Frisco. 
Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas-based Jack Black is the number one best-selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit getjackblack.com cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni, and cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel Will McClay and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Before there was a draft, you could size up a cowboy by three simple factors. The crease in his hat, the bend of his brim, and his unbending attitude. A man Stetson didn't just protect him from what life threw at him. It projected a rugged, unstoppable spirit. Stetson hats are still American-made with pride right here in Texas. They're still the unofficial crown of all self-respecting cowboys. And Stetson is proud to be on the field with America's team. Find a retailer nearest you at Stetson.com cowboys. What does it mean to be a Dallas Cowboys fan? It means you've got the passion and the heart to do your part supporting the boys no matter what. That's why when the game's on the line, you're on your feet, whether you're at home or in the stands. Actually, you're more than a fan. You are a member of Cowboys Nation, and so is AT&T, doing their part to keep you connected to America's team all season long. AT&T is a proud member of Cowboys Nation. Back to talking Cowboys. From Tommy John to Papa John's. There you go. Did you guys know that you can get any large one-topping pizza now? $7.77. That's all it costs. $7.77. I'm not sure what the yeah, meaning is Yeah, I was about to say, come on, Papa John's. Coming up seven? Coming up craft? Seven. Yeah. But, oh, that's uh, good. Well, yeah, maybe they're like, like in New Jersey and they're ready to get the gambling going on uh, <laughs> sporting go. events. Okay. I'm all and about you that. realize you that 777, that means you get the best ingredients, the best vegetables, the best pepperoni, and with ingredients in pizza like that, 777's a heck of a deal. Mm. Good old Papa John's. Mm. All right. So, yes. a reminder. Jason Garrett's press conference coming up at 1035 here Let's on ask Dallas Cowboys. Today. Com. And uh, <laughs> seriously, an admonishment to yeah. the reporters. No, let's all let's ask better questions. We'll get a better answer. Be better, that? as LeBron said. Yeah, yeah be there better. you go. Be better. I'm with all right, him. Uh, I'm with him. Well, they sure didn't listen to him. <laughs> no, I'm with him. <laughs> no be better. Kidding. That's that's our job. Be better. A poll question? Twitter Rob poll Phillips. time. Yes, sir. Uh, Bill's talk- learning this stuff. Yeah. Huh? He, he's, he's alumnus. He keeps in touch. Um, From the card table. Let's go to Rob Phillips. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Back to the kindergarten table. Best under the radar edition. We talked about some big name players earlier in the show. Under the radar new guy on this roster. I got four options for you. Oh, okay. Good. Coney Ely. Mm. Said he needs to lose a little weight. Yeah. hasn't. We haven't seen much of him. Cameron Fleming. Potential new backup swing tackle. Super Bowl tackle. Cam Kelly, undrafted DB. Whoa, there is your Earl Thomas. Moved him back to Smicky. Yeah. Moved him back to Smicky, just looked at him in disgust. <laughs> or with David Irving missing OTAs, we saw more of Jihad Ward. Yeah. Which of those four you guys like to make a contribution the most this year, potentially? You voted Mickey? I can't remember how I voted. 
You voted. I would. I would vote. I, would I vote. went Shot. with. Yeah. Um, it's a lot of people saying about the president of the United States. I was going to say. <laughs> I can't remember who I voted for. I believe I. I went with door number four, Jihad yeah. Ward. Jihad Ward. Had a way to watch practice, Mickey. You know what you're doing. Potential under tackle for this team. Mm-hmm. Chris Richard would be a good addition to that. Yeah, movie. that's another uh, one. Yeah. yeah, he's not really under the radar, man. Everybody's talking about. Okay, him. well, I, I, if it was me, I'm really happy, and, and for once, I agree with Mickey. It's not often it happens. No, but twice. I, I, that's wide yeah, receivers. Yeah, to watch no, that's today. right. That's true. He's he's he got me on that one too. I, I'm I'm with Mickey on this one. I, I think Jihad Ward. I I know it's t-shirts and helmets, and I know it's but he's given guys. He's given Frederick a little problem. He's been given Connor Williams a little problem. Okay, he's going to give Chaz Green problems. And he's going to give Marcus Market Martin a little problem. But he has been the one guy that's been really active. Yeah. And if you could give me an active guy that's a little bit disruptive. That guys are, you know, when he he gets back to the quarterback and he stops, you know, uh, you know, Prescott goes through. I mean, he he stays off the quarterback, but there's a lot of times when you watch him, he's near the quarterback, and I I I'm okay with that. Marinelli putting him at defensive tackle instead of defensive end might very well be a steal for this team. And just personally meeting him yes or last week, up big man, close and personal, yeah. two hundred ninety five pounds, yeah. Big, powerful frame. Yeah, yeah. He's an impressive-looking guy, yeah. and he has Which shown why up. He's a second-round draft pick. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The Raiders again always look at teams. If we were in a pro, if we were in a pro staff together, I'd say, guys, let's follow the teams that have new coaches, because new coaches like Mickey will get rid of players. They'll just get they rid of have, them, or they yeah. may have a scheme yeah. change. Yeah, a or scheme change. Like yeah. And I just threw you in, in there, Mickey. I'm sorry. They, I mean, they were playing a 3-4. Yeah. And that wasn't what he was at Illinois. No, no. And I'll tell you what. You watch him in Illinois, though. He was a pretty impressive. And then Marinelli tells a great story about putting him inside at tackle. And now he goes from being a tick slow to being a guy that's got some, got some abilities. So he would be my guy. If you had to rank him, how would you rank him? How would you do, Bill? Who'd you uh, I'll go with Jihad Ward on that, too. Yeah, yeah. I mean – the others don't do much for me. I haven't me, seen Cam Kelly. And the no. winner was? Jod Ward, 51%, Ooh, followed by Coney Wait, Ely. So we do not have to see, have a runoff. He okay. got the majority. <laughs> yeah. got the Let me majority. ask you this. Okay, when we see Coney Ely, Mickey, are we going to see, and everybody can chime in here, but when we see Coney Ely, uh, back, back to his playing weight, the good playing weight, are we going to be just as impressed at Coney Ely? Because I think Coney Ely is just as a talented guy. Yeah. And they and obviously they did too when he was coming out of Missouri. We have on our magazine, our draft about, magazine. Yeah. Once he drops his weight, yeah, and he and, said that's important. And, he's got to get down to to you know go back because after the shoulder surgery, yeah. we'll see it in training camp when the pads come on. About ten uh, pounds away. Yeah, from I mean he he's 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 pretty good. Coney, the journeyman aspect of Coney Ely's career here the last year troubles me. Well, whoa! I, you, you know you, what? That's not that's not a and that's a, not a that's, bad point. No, that's yeah. not a Although bad point. Although when he got to the Jets, they, they were they were playing him as They're a three a four defensive end. stand up and in, yeah, not, and, and a stand up too, right? New England linebacker. too, yeah, yeah. 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 So, in New England, and New so that's not what he was. Hybrid, but New England brings guys in, and that's they're just true. looking at him, and then they. I mean, he was he was basically a play away from being the MVP of the Super Bowl if Carolina had won. I just I, I watched I went back and watched Carolina tape and what they did was they kicked him inside stuff on some nickel and he was able to do that it they love flexibility it drives us crazy initially I was all excited about flexibility and then I, and then I got now I'm wore down about flexibility because it's like flexibility you could play 48 games at the spot and then they move you somewhere else but I I think with Coney Ely when he gets out there training camp Oxnard when we're all kind of watching practice together. I think I have a feeling Bill's going to go. Hey, do you see what Coney Ely just did? You know, I, I think we're going to see that, and maybe that's what we're seeing with Jihad Ward in t-shirts and helmets. 
that we'll see with Coney Ely on a regular basis when they get in some pads. Okay, of the draft picks, as we kind of look forward to training camp and the preseason, which of the draft picks, maybe under the – okay, we're all going to keep an eye on first-round pick, Vander Esch, second-round right. pick. Uh, yeah. Which of the other guys will um, – who might be the star of the preseason out of the other guys in the draft picks? I, I'm going to say this. I, I'm looking – he was selected late, and I don't think it was an afterthought, and, I, and I, I'm surprised he went late. But Cedric Wilson might be – now, he didn't practice last week, you know, and I'm like, oh, please don't be that guy. Because I need him to be healthy throughout because I want him to make a run – I want him to be like, you know how it is receivers, we've been in enough training camps where you're watching those receivers, they run so much, and by the end of it, they're just wore down, and they can't practice, and they don't look good, and they, you know, the rookie wall and all that. But I want to see Cedric Wilson, because I think there's talent there. I think that he got, I think he got uh, underdrafted to where his position was. I kind of felt like he was more like a fourth-round guy, and for them to grab him in the sixth, just need him to stay, need those legs to keep being fresh, Need him to be out there catching balls, doing whatever he can to make this team. But I'm I'm kind of with all the muddled wide receiver spot, kind of thinking about maybe that might be a a guy that kind of jumps in there with some of his play. And I think he's probably got the nature to play special teams too. Right. We we mentioned Noah Brown. You had brought him up. Uh, that that's one of the reasons why he made it last year. I mean, he was a seventh round pick. I'm still not sold on him as a wide receiver. Um, that's fair. It, and it wasn't just Cedric Wilson, too. Uh, Deontay Thompson missed last week also. So both, you know, the wide receivers are starting to show the wear and tear of these, right. of these OTAs. Uh, I don't know if this is under the radar or whatever, but I, I just think Michael Gallup's going to make a, a huge impression yeah. on this team uh, before it's all said and done. You can see it on the field. You can see the talent, explosive guy. I'm with you there. I, I, I want to see if Dalton Schultz can challenge these other two tight ends though because <clears throat> Jeff Swaim is solid I think they feel good about him as a vet a young vet Blake Jarwin's really shown up too yeah and but I think they really like Schultz's potential yeah. as an all-around guy I think they've got some young athleticism at the tight end spot including Schultz as a big 12 guy Bill <clears throat> Armstrong do anything for you you know, uh, and I, mean, I, I didn't I, I, notice you, him because he played for Kansas. Right. Uh, it's usually at halftime, it's over. By, with but, yeah. but leading up to the draft, and, and especially after the Cowboys drafted him, right. then going back and looking at him, I mean, the Oklahoma tackle, he beat him a couple of times right. for sacks. Brown, Orlando Brown. Orlando Brown. Right. Um, Connor Williams, yeah, you know, he had some sack. success against, against him. So he flashed and, you know, See, that's if they could. There's a lot of questions about the defensive end position. We, yeah. we named a bunch of guys. Kid is, is Dorrance, and they and they thought a lot about him. I mean, they're talking about trading up. We were thinking, oh, they're trading up for the safety to various more. Mm-hmm. You know, when we were doing the draft coverage, I was like, they're trying to get back in this draft. They're trying to get more. They want to get the safety here, but they were trading up for. They're trying to get it back in for Armstrong, and so that kind of tells you a lot of what they thought about Armstrong as a player. And I know it kind of bothers me a little bit that I didn't talk about him, but I just look, I'm looking at, I'm just looking at with the, the situation of the wide receiver and thinking that Cedric Wilson might be one of those guys we need to keep an eye on. Here's another guy to keep an eye on Bo Scarborough, seventh round draft pick, running back. How in the world he lasted all the way to the seventh round? The reason I say that, 
I was listening to Sirius NFL Radio, and Phil Savage was on there yes, last yeah. week. Phil Savage does Alabama, Alabama games. Radio, yeah, yes. Alabama Radio. So he's watched him throughout his career, and he mentioned Bo Scarborough could not believe because he says he's a second or third round talent, and slipped all the way to the seventh round. Um, he didn't go into details on why he thought he may have done that. Obviously, downhill guy he, he doesn't, doesn't really... have special teams value. There's that. Okay. Um, but see, that's where if you talk to Keith O'Quinn, right. like, and I know Mick, I, I'm sorry I didn't see your Keith O'Quinn interview, but I, you know, if you, I've heard some whispers that O'Quinn's like, some people have asked O'Quinn about him as a special teams guy, and in the first practice I ever watched, uh, the in the rookie orientation, they had him playing as the right wing on the punt team, so it, it's thinking like I'm thinking like, oh, okay, O'Quinn at least has an idea, and as you can see, the clips right there, great job by our. Staff getting you, you know, that's him right there. That's how you block play in the wing. So, yeah, they're they're trying to find spots. See, there's got to be a mental adjustment for him. Yeah, because in yeah. his mindset at Alabama, he is, he, that you know, Alabama. Lead dog look, look at the great history of the backs that they've had there. They've had Heisman Trophy winning backs, and they've come in the league, and some have had some great success. And then you've had guys like Trent Richardson that was just god awful. Well, you know? he had to split time at running back there. And he wasn't a big receiving guy. He was in your face, smash mouth, downhill running back. So can he? Yeah, can he come well, here? And here's do other what Savage things? said. Savage says if uh, if Zeke goes down or whatever for any, this is a guy that can he'll he'll have a hundred yard rushing game for you. He's a guy that can wow. obviously. I think can preseason will tell a lot. He's gonna he, have. He, yeah, he's, gonna, he's gonna have some challenges. Yeah, you know Trey Williams. Who's he a different may, type back. Yeah, he's a very different type back. No, he's not the big guy. That's a good right. point. But they, that's they, good point. They kept him around, and they brought back Darius Jackson, Jackson, who they yeah, really right. liked. Yeah. So he, he better make sure he's ready to go if he's going to make this 53-man roster. how many receivers are you keeping? And do you count Tavon Austin eventually as a running back to work the numbers? You know? So it, there's a lot of things to figure out. Sounds to me like they lean more towards him as a receiver now. Yes. Although I think you, he's, he's a guy you're going to maybe see in a bunch of different meeting rooms, and he's just kind of all I, There'll be a challenge. He's just a player. I don't think you make him a wide receiver. I don't think you make him a running back. I think he's not just a special teams guy. He's a player. He's Tavon, as and, Scott Linehan said. Tavon will, says he's yeah. a playmaker. They yes. will put the ball in his hands, believe me. We are five minutes away from a Jason Garrett press Ooh, conference. Sounds good. Already is talking Bell Jones. Boys, what a debut. For this offseason. And See next an time we convene is in Oxnard, <laughs> California. We have a chance to get better, don't we? Yes, we will. <laughs> next six weeks. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this,